Thanks so much for downloading the latest episode of The Ugly Truth today. Paul and I discuss breakups aren't that bad sometimes, weddings that are tacky, money cannot buy you taste, it cannot buy you health. We talk about this as well, and we are looking forward to the Super Bowl commercials and producer Dub's hatred for the Kansas City Chiefs. All of this, plus our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Turn on your hot light. Paula. I should have just fucking done it. I was going to bleed anyway. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 434. Oh, really quick before we start talking about the stuff, I got an email a couple days ago from the Girl Scouts telling me that Olivia is a top seller in her region. Yes, she is. Actually, for her whole troop, she is the top seller in online sales. (gasps) Yes. By like 10 boxes. What's the difference between online sales and is there like, do they qualify door to door versus online sales in Girl Scouts? Online sales is different than like if you're just selling directly to your family. So mm-hmm. we submitted our order form to get our actual boxes of cookies to sell. Yes. So we're just waiting to get the actual cookie boxes and mm-hmm. then we can sell those directly for like, you know, $5 or whatever they are. And yes. there's no shipping involved. And then we're Got also going to be doing, you know, our day in front of, you know, Starbucks or Smart and Final or, you know, whatever other sites that, you know, there was a lottery system, I guess. So will she get credit for any boxes sold in front of the grocery store? Yes. Oh, okay. It sounds like they kind of partner the Girl Scouts up, I think, in groups mm-hmm. of two. Okay, okay. Then based on what was what's sold, they just split it. That's great. Well, does she, are they allowed to do door-to-store sales? They are, but they don't recommend it because it's just not safe. Sure. They said if anything, like if you want to set up a stand in front of your house, then you can Mm. do that. But I I don't want her to do anything like that. So, yeah. Anyway, well, I'm so excited that she's top seller on online sales. And if you want to uh, buy Girl Scout cookies from our little Ugalita, uh, we have a new link on our UglyTruth.com website right on the front page. You can just click it and there it is. Or if you follow us on social media, you can see us on the Facebook page. We have a nice link. It's pinned at the top of our Facebook page. So we've made it super easy for you to just click and buy. And so uh, mine should be coming soon too, by the way. I've been tracking my shipping so my little goodie box of uh girl scout cookies is en route and they so. are so delicious i mean seriously i don't think yeah. there's anything better than girl scout cookies they're so good oh speaking of i don't know if it was last week or next week food network is doing a girl scout cookie challenge yeah we saw that on tv so i'm kind of looking forward to now i'm all in on it i'm like okay we're all things girl scouts now so let's watch it and see what happens because i mean if it's little girl scouts i'm like let's get olivia on there immediately <laughs> oh seriously <laughs> for next year well what i like about the online shipping is um because they do sell the gluten-free cookies. So every time we come out of the, you know, the grocery store or wherever they're selling the Girl Scout cookies, I always ask for the gluten-free cookies. Well, they're always sold out. And so I can never have the cookies. I've never been a fan of walking up to those tables. Oh, don't worry. They'll walk up to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Get a bunch of toothless um, little, you know, eight-year-olds. You want to buy some Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> 
Yeah, it's true. And they're always so wild because they're hopped up on sugar. It is true. Well, they did put a limit on how many girls can be at a table now because oh, some because of the business becoming crazy. Some of the businesses <laughs> complained last year. <laughs> well, girls are hard to. It's like herding kittens. It's impossible sometimes if you have too many. Have one sleepover and you'll know exactly why. Olivia has forbidden me from buying a shirt that says "Got Milk." So, well. Paula, it isn't really about you and your mams. No, so I, I get was it. just saying it would draw a crowd <laughs> for the wrong reasons. And what are you going to be next to some PTA mom who's going to be super bitter that you're trying to whore yourself out for cookies? So. And when is that new, Jamie? Really? I know. When is that new? I understand you, my darling sister. What I know is that people don't understand us. And so they'll be like, what are you doing? And so anyway. That's true. It starts with the husband over there like, well, what kind of cookies do you have? And then suddenly the wife rolls up with the cart with the, you know, the two daughters. And she's just like, we don't need any cookies right now. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, sorry. Speaking of breaking up, um, I have this glorious news that no one will be happy about but me. Rascal Flats is breaking up and they're going on a final farewell tour. I could not be more thrilled that I will no longer be required to hear Rascal Flats singing anywhere ever again on a show or, you know, anything ever. No new songs. It's over. And I have I cannot tell you how happy I am. Why do you hate them so much? I hate him. I don't like that blonde, pudgy guy in the front. The lead singer. I don't like him. I don't like anything about them. I, I think that they play music to simply cater to a certain type of listener. I don't think they're artistic. I think they they put out shit that the grocery store can play in 10 years. I hate them. I, there There is nothing about them that I like. Nothing. Hmm. My hate is real. And I know I am in the minority. I'm very aware of your affinity for Rascal Flatts. I've always liked them. I know. I know that I'm not. I'm one of the very few that hates them. That's all right. But it pleases me greatly to know there will be no more music coming out of their faces. That pleases me greatly. Now we just have to do with the what hurts the most or whatever. No, whatever that is. It's the other two guys that I can't stand that are like. Oh, so you don't like them? Okay, good. No, it's a freaking. Dan and Shay, where every song oh, they terrible. make, ins- they insist upon it being a fucking first dance wedding song. I know they're like they're like the Kenny Loggins soundtrack for weddings. Okay, first of all, Kenny Loggins is a treasure. I'm not saying he isn't, <laughs> but why does every song he makes have to be a movie soundtrack? Because that's where he makes that's his bread and butter. So that's what uh, you know. That's you know, what Dan and Shay are. Every song they make yeah. is. A for a first dance wedding song, either with a groom Agreed. or a father or, you know, <laughs> walking down the aisle. They know their audience. They know these young 18 to 24 year old girls are going to be like, oh, my God, you know, it would be so perfect is if I wore my white cowboy boots and we sang it and we danced to Dan and Shay. It'd be so great. Instagram hashtag. And we'll have like burlap flowers wrapped up as like party, you know, spoons and <laughs> and a donut wall. And, you know, everyone's oh going to like sign in on a chalkboard and it's going to be so beautiful. And we'll, be and, divorced and, and we'll be divorced in a year and a half. Because it was all about the event and not the actual relationship. Because we only knew each other six months. But I had everything on Pinterest and I just wanted it. But the photos... <laughs> The photos will be beautiful and my dad will get over it. My dad won't care that he spent $1,500 on the photographer and <laughs> we don't place the photos anywhere because we got divorced. Um, Tim Tebow got married. 
Speaking of weddings. No, Tim Tebow got laid. That's what everybody wants to say. Well, I know, but I was going to give you some details on the wedding because I thought it was typical of a virgin. So, yes, he finally did have sex. His wife is beautiful. He didn't get down on a knee and, like, put his head on his fist, did he? I don't know. No. He didn't do the Tebow or whatever it was no, called. No, they got, they actually, they got married in uh, her home uh, country, South Africa. They got married in South Africa? Yeah, she's she's not as pretty as Charlize Theron, but she is very pretty. The reason that I'm talking about it is that she had a custom gown done by David's Bridal. And I was just like, what? Oh. David's Bridal? <laughs> it's like, look, no offense if you had to go there, but this woman is marrying Tim Tebow. She couldn't get a custom Vera Wang or a couture of some kind somewhere. Like, really? That doesn't terribly surprise me. The regional food at their uh, at their uh, reception was steak, pasta, and cheeses. We're both very traditional. We wanted to look back at the wedding and see that it was intimate elegant and traditional okay so because nothing says elegant like pasta they have no taste none floridans okay so i mean no offense was this at like some hotel banquet room where they had to go through (laughs) like the typical like menu was it a buffet style it does not say where they got married where the place was but the ceremony and reception were at the same place so i'm gonna say yeah okay and it says, this is, he revealed he was most looking forward to the three moments in particular. The first moment I see her in her dress, the first kiss, and our first dance as man and wife. And I'm like, Russ. He's, he's full of shit. The first moment I see her in her dress, the second moment I don't see her in her dress. The second moment I rip it off and go, thank God it was only David's bridal. The moment I see her on her <laughs> in her face while I'm inside of her. <laughs> or when she's on her knees for the very first time. Now she gets to do the kneel. <laughs> Now she'll know what it feels like. The moment I see her face (laughs) with my dick inside of it. (laughs) That's a very precious night. Such a precious evening. Sorry, I didn't mean to snort. (laughs) You make yourself snort. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, all right. Well, congratulations, Tim Tebow. Now you know what everybody else knows that sex is amazing. I hope it was. I I hope it was worth uh, all these years for the 10 seconds that you've. uh, Yeah, no kidding. I hope it was worth all the ridicule that you faced all these years. I know this is probably a double standard. What? I get the whole virginity thing for girls. I don't understand it for guys. (laughs) Well, you know what? I'm fine with you staying a virgin until you get married, but let's not make it a public affair. Shall we just keep it quiet? I mean, if it's so sacred, why are you telling people that you're a virgin like what does it matter well it's, it's if it's that important to you to save it don't fucking talk about well, it like it, i mean i wouldn't in my experience like with celebrities especially the ones that like you know make a big hoop-de-doo about it and wear the freaking purity rings and all that shit oh like yeah. you know eventually as the years pass by I don't see those rings last too long and no. and nobody really talks about it. You just notice they're not wearing them anymore, <laughs> but they're not yeah. married. <laughs> so right. They're just they're like, like well, well, in good conscience, I had every intention of staying a virgin <laughs> until I was married, but we all do. But well, I well, I mean, I guess I did, but we all we all intend on doing the right thing when we're young and full of life. And then. <laughs> You get a taste of freedom and you're like, uh, never mind. I'd rather get laid. You know what's this is stupid? I almost lost my virginity before I actually lost my virginity, like a, like a year later. Uh-huh. The only thing that stopped me, which is stupid now because it, it doesn't stop me now, was is that I was on my period. 
And I'm just oh. like, you know, that's so dumb. I'm like, if I had known then what I know now, I'm like, you I should have just fucking done it. I was going to bleed anyway. So yeah, no kidding. What difference would it Actually, have made? Interestingly, I think I've told you this before. When I lost my virginity, I did not bleed. Uh, I did not bleed until like three months later. Uh, I did bleed. And the only reason why I know that is because my husband, my new husband at the time, insisted on looking at the sheets to see if there was what? blood because he Who wanted he? to make sure that I re- truly had been a virgin. Honestly, Paula, I would have walked out and left and never looked back. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? I would have been like, are you fucking kidding me? You are questioning my virginity. Get the fuck out. <sighs> Goodbye. Annulment. Done and done. Oh, I'm so unforgiving. I would never have put up with that well, shit. Well, you know how things were back then. So I understand. We were different people back then. You were very young. You were very young. I didn't know. I was just like, I guess that's normal. Um, I mean. Is that what we do? Is this biblical? I don't know. I mean, for all <laughs> we knew, we were, you know, just moments away from laying a freaking white sheet on me with a hole, you know, like. <laughs> Fucking whatever those people are, Catholics or something. Uh, Yeah. Uh, No. Uh, Mormons? No, they're not Mormons. uh, I I think it's like freaking Orthodox Catholics that, you know, in freaking Mexico that have that special white sheet with like a freaking hole in it. And I have never heard of it. I'm going to have to do my research on this. I should look a white sheet with a hole. You're going to find KKK You know, I was just going to say that. I'm like, I'm going to wind up with the Ku Klux Klan, and I don't want to do that. Don't do that. Police will knock on my door. I'll be like, that's not what I meant. I meant like for for sexual purposes. No, I didn't mean that either. I don't want to have sex with a Ku Klan member. I just meant like. I'm Mexican. I'm a Mexican. (laughs) I promise you. I am Mexican. (laughs) I can't be white supremacist. I am Mexican. Okay, so the Super Bowl is coming on the 2nd of Feb. This show drops at the vi- the weekend before, actually. Oh, so it'll be, a so, whole, it'll be a week away. So a week away, the Super Bowl is coming, and I think the 49ers are going to cream the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I don't sure think it's going to so. even be a contest. People think there there might be some contest. I'm like, no, no. The Niners are so goddamn fast. They're, they, they annihilated Green Bay, and they only lost to Seattle once. They're barely, I mean, my God. They're they're going to win this year, no doubt. And I'm not a big Niners fan, but I'm always a fan of California teams winning everything anyway. So well, so you know. Ryan, he's just like he says, I'm rooting for anybody that's not a 49er. You know, Why? and I'm just like because he thinks that suddenly there's all these bandwagoners that are jumping on the 49er train. And I'm like, Ryan, here's the thing. That's how that works. You're always rooting for the home team. But to be perfectly honest, I'm like, our home teams, with the exception of the Golden State Warriors, I'm like, they're never really good. I'm like, well, the Giants are. Well, I mean, the Giants, Giants. yes, yes. He doesn't watch. They're three-time World Series champions. He doesn't watch baseball, though. Oh, oh, okay. Well, the thing is this, is that there there are fans that have been fans since they were children. Their families raised them to be fans. And that's in any sport, whether it's basketball or football or baseball. You know, there are hardcore Kings fans that go to every game, Mm -hmm. no matter what. Same with the Raiders. We are Oakland Raider fans to the end of time. And they are terrible. But that does not change the fact that we are always rooting for them to be better and to do well and win. Niners... They had some really bad seasons, and now they're coming back up and up into it, and it's great. And I mean, the whole point about bandwagoning is it's that's kind of fun to watch because when they suck, they all go away, and the tried and true are still there to cheer on their team. 
I don't have a problem with bandwagoning. I think it's fine. Yeah. So you know, I, I'm I'm rooting for them too. So I told him, I said, I always root for the home team. I said, whether yeah. it's the Raiders, the 49ers, you know, the Kings, the Golden State Warriors, you know, that's who I'm always rooting for. I said, I may not make a lot of noise about it. I said, because sometimes yeah, there's, but- no, there's no reason to make noise. But, you know, the 49ers, they're, they're having a great year and it's exciting. So a couple of weeks ago when the Chiefs were in the running, they were they were making their way through. And I don't remember who they were playing, honestly. And they're in the Raiders division. They are mortal enemy. I thought the mortal enemy was Broncos, but apparently it's the Kansas City Chiefs. I was not aware. I mean, I love the Raiders, but I don't follow every goddamn thing about, you know, the rivalries. I, I was no under the impression. the Chiefs were a rivalry. Well, I did know because it's kind of like, and you may you won't know this, but like the San Francisco Giants and the Padres, the San Diego Padres, they are friendly rivalries, but the bitter rivalry is the Dodgers. And it's uh-huh. and it goes all the way back to the beginning, back when they were both on the East Coast. That I knew. The Raiders had all, everybody is their rival, as far as I can tell. But the Broncos, to me, I thought were the rival. But the Chiefs, I think what it is, is no matter how good the Chiefs or the Raiders are, the game is always really good. Mm-hmm. Daryl and I got to go to a, a Chiefs game a few years ago at Raider, at, at the Oakland Stadium. Got to do the tour. I caught the eye of a certain Travis Kelsey. Oh. And Daryl, to this day, is jealous as hell because he just can't even with it. Which, but I, I was surprised because, you know, I'm not what those people marry and have children with. I'm just some woman mm-hmm. on the side of, uh, but, he, but he did a double take and because we were right there on the sidelines watching them warm up. And I thought it was really cool to see those guys. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you never see them. And then, but he did a double take in the backfield and Daryl's like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> it was really funny. Maybe that's why he hates it so much. But anyway, we were watching and I said, well, I hope the Chiefs win. I hope they go all the way. And he's like, what the fuck did you just say? And I said, excuse me? Don't speak to me. He goes, are you crazy? And I go, I said, are you crazy? Have you I said that I go, mind? That's what I said. Are you fucking nuts talking to me this way? He goes, we don't want the Chiefs to win anything. And I said, okay, first of all, these aren't the Raiders they're playing. It's like Tennessee or something. I go, it's not the Raiders. And don't we want our division to have a Super Bowl? And he goes, never. I was like, okay. I said, I didn't realize that this was so important to you. And we got in a fight about it. Wow. And so the other day when the when the Chiefs were on, he's like, oh, do you want to watch a Chiefs game? I go, I would never in a million years want to watch the Ch- Kansas City Chiefs play anything in this house. He's like, are we still doing this? <laughs> and I said, till the day I die, I will never watch the Kansas City Chiefs in this house. Wow. He's like, oh. Anyway, he he was very passionate about it at the time. Apparently so. Maybe there was some stuff that I didn't realize was going on in that with the whole Kelsey thing. But anyway, the one thing that I look forward to, especially if the game's going to be a blowout, which I think it might be. I mean, that's my hope anyway, Mm -hmm. is the commercials. Oh, yeah. I I enjoy the commercials. Now, now we always get a little preview of all the commercials that we get like a little snippets of them during the week. And then the Super Bowl is when we get all the full length Budweiser, the one that makes everyone cry or whatever. Today or the other day, Mr. Peanut posted that Mr. Peanut died at 104. What? And that the commercial will air during the Super Bowl. The funeral of Mr. Peanut will air during the Super Bowl. (laughs) Isn't that ridiculous? Wait, how did Mr. Peanut die? 
He was 104, Paula. He's a cartoon, <laughs> Jamie. I know. He's a brand. My guess is they're using this opportunity to rebrand their their labels. They're no longer going to use the peanut. They're going to ch- It looks like it's going to be black with a monocle. <laughs> So they're so they're using this opportunity to eliminate the Mr. Peanut cartoon and just go to something a little more sophisticated is my guess. I'm just guessing marketing wise. I think that's what they're doing. They're trying to have fun with it. And of course, everyone's like, this is really in poor taste. And I'm like, who gives a shit? <laughs> like, It's a fucking peanut. I, I want to see the funeral. <laughs> I think this is going to go over poorly. I mean, the only commercials oh, that yeah. have been making me a little weepy are the E.T. and Elliot commercials. Oh, the Comcast ones? The Xfinity? Yeah, where he's just like, you're back. And I was like... <gasps> the first time I saw that, I did get teary-eyed. Like, no I doubt. wanted to cry. I was just like, Well, oh because God. it's our childhood. Well, I don't know why. There, there's just something so special about that movie. I don't know what it I is. Know. I saw that movie seven times in the theater. What is it about that movie, Jamie? I, mean, I feel like I there's something, like, very... I don't know about that movie. Like, there's just something particularly special about that movie in our life. I know. I can't explain it. Steven Spielberg is ridiculously good at storytelling and getting those moments, you know. But even the Neil Diamond song, like, if I heard that, I'd probably ball. (laughs) I don't know why. Turn on your hot light. There's just something about that movie, that song, the whole thing. Maybe there was just, like, something really good going on in life or really bad going on in life. (laughs) I don't really know what it was. But You know what? That would be a really good karaoke song. That's got, that's a good, got a, that's got good range. It's got a really nice crescendo and then you can end it. You know, in the middle of a young boy's Boy's dream, dream. don't Don't wake me up up too too soon. (laughs) I don't know the words. I know something. (laughs) Gonna take a ride across the moon. You and me. (laughs) I couldn't remember how it went. Oh my God. That was hilarious. (laughs) We'd be the worst. Oh my God. That was really funny. (laughs) I was waiting for you. I'm like, maybe she knows it. (laughs) I thought you knew it. Because it was so special to you. Well, God, I mean, I'm only, I'm still young. <laughs> well, what was funny is I thought, is she going to start crying or does she not know the words either? I don't know the words. I don't. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Okay. So the other thing that's happening, Geico has brought back the woodchucks. The woodchucks? Are they like trying to be the slow skis? No, no, no. The woodchucks were from like tw- 20 years ago. Is that where she says, um, well, the, <laughs> no. the squirrels are back again? No, that's something different. No, no, no. I know what you're talking about. That one's funny, too. But no, it, it, the original ad is when there's these two woodchucks at a woodmill and they're throwing logs into the water. Okay. And laughing about it like two kids laughing about it. They're like, <laughs> they're like little puppets and they're hilarious. And then this old man pulls up in his little John Deere like golf cart and he goes, hey, you woodchucks, quit checking my wood. <laughs> and then one, they all look at him and then one grabs another log and flings it and then they run off laughing. And it is the dumbest, most hilarious commercial to me so now they've updated it they're in a wood mill and it's this super cheesy commercial it's like hi this is larry's lumber at larry's lumber you can get anything you want so they're doing this commercial and the two woodchucks are in the rafters and they start throwing plywood <laughs> they start throwing wood down on the guy and they're all hey it's the woodchucks get quick check them out wood and they're all ha 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 and they run off it is so dumb but hilarious and i'm super hoping there's like a new one for the super bowl like i'm so ready for it i'm like please let the woodchucks come back they're the best okay and what product is this for 
Geico commercial, it's insurance. Okay. <laughs> See, sometimes the commercial is so good, but you don't know what the product is. I know. I know. I love Geico's woodchucks, though. They're so funny. I was so glad they brought them back. I guess they're overflow now. No, not not like overflowing, no, that's, but like they're uh, done with flow. No, flow oh, that's is progressive. not Geico. Okay, never yes. mind. Yes. Yes. I have to say, the insurance industry has really upped their commercial games. They kind I mean, of state, have. State farms are really good. Is, he, is that Mayhem? He's so cute. Oh, my God. Isn't he the cutest? He's kind of like, he's the cute, like Sam Elliott is cute. I'd like to get in some Mayhem with him. Right? Yeah. I know. He's so handsome. And I'm not into baldies, but he's, he's I could he's do bald? I could do that. Mayhem? Yeah. I he? thought he had some hair. Oh, I don't remember now. I don't know. He's always like laying around in these awkward positions, kind of beat up. But I'm just like, you look like fun. Oh, that guy. Oh, mayhem. Oh, I was thinking of the old actor that does the State Farm commercials where he goes, uh, where they show all these insane, real, true incidents. No, not that guy. Well, I didn't know. The mayhem guy is cute, though. old. No, mayhem. I know. I know. Yes, he is cute. You're right. And he always has a black guy, but it's okay. He goes, hi, I'm mayhem. Yes, you're right. He's really cute. So it'll be interesting. And then I'm I'm so I'm so curious what Budweiser is going to do to make us cry this year. Like, what is it going to be? Is it going to be the veterans? Is it going to be immigrants? Is it going to? Oh, they did immigrants last year, so it won't be that. Well, it's usually Clydesdale and Snow, right? But they always add some American theme to it. So I'm kind of curious. What will it be? Voting? Will it be uh, the poor? They'll probably have homeless Greta Thunberg or whatever her name is. (laughs) Oh, it'll be the environment riding a horse. It will be the environment. Okay. She's like, no longer will I travel by sailboat. I will travel by horse from now on. How dare you? How dare you? I should be in school. (laughs) Yes. But my parents don't love me. They don't want me to be a puppet. They don't treat me for my mental illness. They just let me indulge (laughs) in this this one topic that if you look up Asperger's, it will say (laughs) they get compulsive about particular topics. Yeah, that that it's hard because you know her intentions are good, but the but the whole thing is very hard to deal with. They let me trail by sailboat or catamaran <laughs> with no running water or toilet. You know what? I'm double downing on the Budweiser environment thing. I definitely think I don't know if she'll be in the commercial, but oh, I definitely think that it will be about the environment for sure. I hope uh, I hope Pepsi does something funny with like, well, not oh. Amy Schumer or anything, but I, God Polar forbid, bears. I really hope that they do. Some, well, Amy Schumer and I forgot who it was. They're like, hey, Paul Rudd's here. Everybody likes Paul Rudd. And he's like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's good. But someone's got to say like, how dare you? If I, oh, my God. If there's not a how dare you, I it just won't be complete. Right. Someone's got to do it. OK, I, I've got to ask. What? That Pete Davidson guy. Yes. Is his father <laughs> friends with Lorne Michaels or something? Because I don't know. <laughs> he is not funny. I know. He looks like he's got, you know, some kind of autoimmune disease mm-hmm. or like food poisoning or I don't know what it is. And right. he, he's hardly ever on there. And his teeth are horribly yellow. And I'm just like, did, yeah. did have you brushed this week? <laughs> you know, apparently he's in treatment right now for some kind of something. I don't know. I just saw a picture of him on the beach with some girlfriend and she had yeah. like zero body fat and she was wearing a black bikini. And I'm just like, 
he's dating from what i i think he's dating cindy crawford's daughter now but he goes through these super totally uber hottie women i don't know how he does it started with ariana grande actually he was dating um he dated larry david's daughter for years they broke and she was just gorgeous they broke up he immediately started dating ariana grande they broke up he started dating kate beckinsdale they broke up he started dating somebody's daughter this is all new york by the way all these new yorkers what's her face uh andy mcdowell's daughter they broke up and now he's dating, from what I recall, Cindy Crawford's daughter. He must have like a massive penis or something. That's all I can think. He's super tall, which is attractive. You know, we weren't you and I talking about it's like, was he cute or was he just really tall? Tall is attractive, assuming that you have like the body filled out. I mean, maybe he looks really good naked. No, because they showed the J-Lo thing and they like pretended like he was naked and they just blurted out the midsection. And he, oh, yeah, he kind of looked. I don't know. It was like looking like looking at my son. And I was just like, that's disgusting. <laughs> well, he's just, 23. Just tattoos. No, I think he's older than that. No, he's a he's a baby. And we talked about this once before his age, but it is it is 20s for sure. I did, I'm just like, I am. He looks dirty. He looks sick. And uh, and they're making a movie. Judd Apatow just wrapped a movie on his life. Bill Burr's in it. It's coming out next year. I, Jamie, I think. he just turned 26 years old. Okay, 26. Yeah, That's old. Well, for what? For to look, look like that? For a grown man, <laughs> yeah. And to look like that, yeah. yeah. I mean, unless unless he's on like coke or, you know, heroin or well, something. Well, he's, he's very, very, very mentally ill. He has been very clean, very clear about his mental health issues. He took a year off. He was, I believe he was bipolar or something. Yeah, you know and- what? Join the club. I mean, come on. No, I'm not using that as an excuse. What I'm saying is maybe he got off his meds and so now he's maybe he's self-medicating and so now he's in treatment trying to get everything right again. I mean, you know, and this actually leads into our next discussion before we get into our ugly and awkward moments, how money cannot buy you taste, your health, or manners. I mean... I guess it could buy your manners, but not really. And the way the reason I was thinking about this is that Taylor Swift is probably one of the most successful women in the world right now. Her mother has been struggling with breast cancer and now it's metastasized to her brain. I heard that. And I'm like, you know, wouldn't you know, the 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 one thing you cannot buy is health. You can't Mm -hmm. buy it. And it makes me sad that of all the things, you know, her mom, of course, is yeah. the worst. And I was just like, you know, this happened. Um, well, really, like Steve Jobs mm-hmm. could not buy himself a new life. He died. And I thought, isn't that interesting? And, you know, you know, you and I uh, were very open about mental health wellness and trying to keep things, you know, on the up and up at all. And if you have mental health issues, by all means, please go to a doctor and get that shit worked out. Please. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means to you. Britney Spears, I think her health has been so mismanaged for so long. I don't know if she will ever be right again because of the way the people have taken not taken care of her health. And well, I mean, she has all the money in the world. Well, she ha- but that's just the thing is, is that you have to go to the right doctors and right. you have to be, you know, partially educated on right. your illnesses, you know, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate, but I mean, when you have something that's still considered new you do have to educate yourself and and kind of know what you're looking for and so yes when you when you look for a doctor you need to look for a doctor that you know deals with what you have and and you have to know what you have 
the thing with specifically with Britney Spears, the thing that makes me really sad about it is that she has no rights as an adult. She is a she's the ward of her estate. Yeah. Her dad stepped down because there was some abuse allegations against her children, which is, she has 10 percent custody of her own children. Yeah, that's ridiculous. But she doesn't even have the ability. I mean, she apparently went to court to, uh, today of this recording mm-hmm. is in court trying to get some of her rights back. Because she has none. And so, but I agree, even if she is incapable at this point of educating herself, why are her, is her mother, but you know why? Because they were stage parents. They are just gleaning the money off of her instead of actually treating her like their daughter. And it's Well, that's the only way they know. They don't know how to raise children. They know how to, you know, manage children. That's exactly it. Money does not, will not give you the skills or the class to care for somebody properly. If you've never given the skills, you will not. It's like we used to joke about it. We'd be like, you know, you can, you can give Britney Spears all the money in the world, but she's still a Louisiana backwoods girl. Mm -hmm. There's no, and her parents are, that's who they are. So it's unfortunate, but it is true. Well, just Um, like we talked last episode, the Tim Tebow wedding. Clearly, yes. it didn't matter how much money and, you know, how affluent they were or she was from, you know, South Africa and he was from mm. wherever he was from. They right. had a freaking sit down dinner with, you know, the chicken, <laughs> fish or steak and, That's right. you know, at some banquet wedding in a hotel. And yes, because they it's not it's just it's what they know. Something. Exactly. Um, and then the other thing is Ozzy Osbourne has Parkinson's, which is not surprising. Um, but there's nothing they can do. You know, it is, it is, there's no way to pay your way out of that. And it's like, isn't that interesting that, you know, people are not, I'm not accusing these specific incidents or Dr. Phil put his house on the market and it was the most intensely disgusting decorated home I've ever seen in my life. It was so ugly. Mm -hmm. The man is a billionaire and he doesn't have taste. Yeah. What is up? It's insane. So I was like, isn't it interesting how you can have all the money and success in the world and yet still no taste and you still can't buy yourself a new health. You, you can't buy it. Well, you know, and- I always think about um, a long time ago, I had an OBGYN and mm-hmm. um, his wife of 20 plus years died of ovarian cancer. Oh. And I mean, talk about devastating because right? he That's could- what he does. And, and he couldn't save her, you know? Yeah, And it's just exactly. like, I couldn't even imagine, like, that's your specialty and you can't, I you know. can't save, save your partner. I can't imagine having billions of dollars at my request and not being able to save a loved one's life. Yeah. That would be very Like your hard child because, or something like that. Yeah. Like, I, I because, couldn't even fathom that. No. And it's how helpless must you feel? It's like, no, I, money is no object. They're like, yes, but science is. We right. have no way of doing this. Like sometimes so, the body's just going to do what it's going to do. And it doesn't matter. It is. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that ESPN guy? He was 34 years old. He was a commentator for college football and he died suddenly from pneumonia. Did you did you hear about that a couple was that just ago? Like, yeah, I think so. He was he was tweeting his symptoms and it's like, God, it's at night. It's really hard. I have night sweats and it's I I can barely walk. And they're like, go back to the doctor. He's like, well, I have pneumonia. And they're like, go back to the emergency room immediately. So he went back and they're like, yes, it's it's you've doubled down on this pneumonia. You need to be hospitalized. And then he died like a day later. Mm -hmm. They did his autopsy. He had lymphoma. Wow. Stage four. And it had settled in his lungs. And he the never blood had work, pneumonia. And it never showed up or anything. 
it was in his lungs. Well, I they probably didn't do blood work. Then they figured the elevated white cells were the, the pneumonia. Yeah. Yeah. And they said, unfortunately, even if they had diagnosed it, he still would have died. It wouldn't have mattered at that point. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, isn't that crazy? What a crazy twist. Thinking yeah. that he died of pneumonia and he never had it. It was something else. It was just horrifying to hear. But anyway, we're, that's dark. But the, the point still stands that if you're striving for money, just remember, <laughs> you can't save a life with it. Not really. True. I mean, if they if it's not going to end. Anyway, not sure that was where it. That's going. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to find a nice segue into our ugly and awkward moments. And I really, oh, I know. Let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. No matter how much money you have, we will still be ugly and awkward. Very awkward. On UFC, there's this commentator slash interviewer. Um, his name is Ariel Helwani. And yes. every time... I'm like referencing him and I don't know why. It's like a mental block. I just, I, I get stuck in my mind that his name is Ariel Hemingway. <laughs> That's I funny. always say, oh, I'm like, he, I'm like, Ryan, I'm like, uh, Ariel Hemingway just had this interview with Chael Sonnen and he was talking about his predictions for blah, 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 blah. And Ryan's just like, mom, it's Ariel Helwani. He's Hel like, he's like, yeah. he's like, I don't know who Ariel Hemingway is. <laughs> I saw a look it up and I'm like, I'm like, there is no Ariel Hemingway. I'm like, who is Ariel Hemingway? He's There's like, I don't Mariel know. Hemingway. And then it'll, it'll say, did you mean Mariel Hemingway? And so I'll look it up. And Mariel Hemingway <laughs> was like this actress in the 1980s. And yes. she wasn't even that famous, but. Oh, she was famous to a lot of boys. Yeah. To a lot of boys. But I mean, mm -hmm. she really wasn't that famous. Like she, it's not like she was an Academy Award winning actress or something like that. And the thing is, so I, I read about her thing and I was reading it to Ryan and I'm like, um, and they're like, most of her uh, roles where she either played bisexual or lesbian. And I'm just like, what yes. is this? I'm like, why do I keep thinking he's her? I'm I like, don't I just, know. And so one of our friends, he's just like, he's like, I'm so tempted to, because I, I posted a picture of Ariel Helwani. <laughs> I almost said it again. <laughs> And he's like, he says, I'm so tempted to put long flowing blonde hair on him just so it'll be Ariel Hemingway. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so he did. Yeah. He, he photoshopped it on there. And I said, I love all the Ariels. Yes. But <laughs> I just, I don't know why I got like, do you ever just get a mental block on things? Yes. Oh, please. Yes. Story of my life. And you just insist that something is something and you're just like, or you just say it wrong every time. And that happens to me. Daryl corrects me constantly. But it's not, but it's not that. But I'm like, I keep saying that. Yeah. It's like you refuse to believe that it's not what your brain is telling you it is. And I don't and I don't even know Muriel Hemingway. Like, really? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen her in anything. Well, it flows better than Helwani. Maybe that's it. Uh, yeah, I don't. <clears throat> Helwani is a bit of a. It's Hawaiian, right? I don't know. I, don't I, th know. I think he's, he's, a, he's an amazing journalist, though. I follow him. I love everything I think he does. he's Indian, but I'm not sure. Oh, oh, that makes more sense. You know, I'll have to look. But anyways. <laughs> God. Well, that is awkward. Um, yes. Mine happened a while, not a long time ago, but a, a couple of weeks ago. And I've been saving it for this ugly and awkward moment. So Daryl went to Tennessee for a week. And the day he left... I'm always like I kind of kind of decompress and go, OK, I'm on my own. I'm, I am I feel a little bit of peace because, you know, there's just been a change in the house. And I have some solitude. I've told you that before that I love having a little solitude. 
And I have this this beta fish, Marshawn. Mm-hmm. I love this fish. He is kind of an introvert, though. He's not very active. He's just not. He's a shy little guy. And so he likes to hide. And I don't really have anything in his tank that would allow him to hide the way he really wants to. But I did some research and the, the where the betta fish come from, there's these trees and the leaves fall and they kind of soothe them and they make them kind of feel better. It's almost like a little antidepressant for the fish. Hmm. So I ordered the leaves and they say, you can't put them directly in the tank. You need to rinse them and then you need to boil them and then rinse them again. And then you can put them in the tank because you want to get the residual of their travels off Are in they case like, there's any fungus. They're not plastic leaves, I guess. No, these are real. They're dried from the lands of which they come, Okay, which is like Thailand or something. So uh, I did all of that. And so I would put it in. Well, I've been doing this for almost, you know, I've had him for almost two years, I think. So I've been doing this periodically. And he does it. He hides under it because they're big and they're like little hammocks and he can uh-huh. hang in it. And he loves it. And he actually, he doesn't come out as much. But anyway... Daryl leaves. I'm on my I'm like, oh, you know what? I need to do another leaf. So I have to boil it. So I put it on the, the stove and I put it in water and it's boiling. And I completely forgot about it. I was started doing a bunch of other things. And then suddenly I'm like, what is that smell? <laughs> and I'm walking through the house. It's smoky, but I can't locate the smell. And so I go outside. I go around the entire house. I look at the neighbor's backyard to see if maybe they're burning trash i don't know sage i don't know (laughs) i'm like what is that and i'm walking through i'm like no it's in my house and my biggest concern is electrical fire or something that i can't see well because you had that dryer catch on fire before right and so i'm like what is it so i walk in and there it is a black ash heap in a completely ruined pot oh and it's completely burned i was like i can't believe I almost burned my house down with a fucking leaf from Thailand. Really? This is how it's going to go? Jesus, how do I explain that? Like, well, (laughs) I was was boiling leaves for my fish tank and... Um, I'm sorry, what was that? (laughs) No, you see, he's he's a shy fish and... He's an introvert. Don't you understand? (laughs) I I just, I like to give him a place to hide. And so every now and then I boil these Thai leaves that I get and (laughs) to wash off, you know, any kind of fungus or, you know... Oh, God, I know. It's so Can funny. you imagine the stories Fireman was here? Oh, I'm sure it's just they I'm sure if, if they ever wrote a book, I would read it because it would be insane. The things that they have come across or the reason <laughs> that things burn or what people try to do, you know, God, stupid. Oh, OK. Or really the quick, odors before... they must encounter. They walk oh, up there like, don't. oh, God, this is a bad <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, they're the ones that have to extract extract those folks from the homes i would keep nose plugs like in my oh, pocket or something Paula, and they walk in and it'd be like hi i'm from the Elkhorn fire department <laughs> my I, I can't remember uh one of mackenzie's exes was a paramedic for about a minute and he <laughs> said there was a call that they would get and and he was new so they sent him on it <laughs> a woman and a, hus- a husband and a wife were married in this tiny little apartment and Every week, the woman would get stuck in the bathtub because she was so obese that she couldn't get out. And her husband was so tiny, he couldn't get her out. And they were older. And so they called the paramedics every week when she would take a bath and they she would get stuck and they'd have to pull her out. 
And he said the smell was out of this world. Like it was revolting. Did they? He, wait, he did, vomited. He did, had to vomit. Did she bathe first though before they got there? Or? I don't even think it. I, I said maybe she has like a weird thing where she wants to have strangers see her naked. And he's like, no, she was covered. You know, they would cover her with a sheet or whatever. And we would have to hoist her out. It would take like six men. It was ridiculous. I'm like, how, why would you continue this process? I don't understand. It was bad. It was bad. But anyway, so if that's anything that what fire department people have to deal with, I don't even want (laughs) to. And they're always so attractive, too, on top of it, you know? That's what happened when Olivia got burned by that hot soup. And um, I ran into the shower with her and I, I, I had we both had all our clothes on. And then <clears throat> I took her clothes off because they were still like covered with like hot broth. And so <laughs> she was laying on my bed, but she was naked. And so she was covered up with all the blankets. And of course, there's like five paramedics in my bedroom oh, staring at her. And they're all gorgeous. <sighs> Aren't and they? Victor was in Afghanistan. So it had been months since I had seen a man, especially in my bedroom. <laughs> so I was just like... <laughs> I, of oh, course, God. I was having horrible thoughts going through my head while my, my poor three-year-old was laying there, you know, covered in blisters. Burned. And I'm just like, oh, I, I, I was like, I'm so conflicted. <laughs> like, how do I do this? How do I work this situation? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Man, calling paramedics or the fire department to your house, you know, they always see you at your worst because it's always when you haven't showered yet. You know, you're in your usually. grossest sweats and stuff. Unless it's Malia. the field trip to the, the firehouse. Oh, and there's yes. usually like 20 mom volunteers you know <laughs> and they're just like wow we we had a really good turnout we had a really good parent turnout for our fireman field trip everyone's in their cutest lululemons we had 17 <laughs> students and 25 parent volunteers <laughs> yes it's so true that is a popular field trip that is true it is. all right well i think that's all i have yes that's all i have as well so thanks everybody for joining us uh we will be back on wednesday In the meantime, please visit UglyTruth.com. Click on the Amazon button. Do some shopping. And then also visit LipAndClip.com as well and do some makeup shopping. Other than that, have a fabulous rest of your weekend and we'll see you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.